0: Welcome back to the Mackinac, Michigan show brought to you by the Mackinac Center's Frank Beckman Center for Journalism here on WJR. I'm Kelly Cobb and I'm Jared Skorup. And at the end of the session of the year this year, the Democrats passed a clean energy package of bills. Amongst other things, it requires that uh, our... Our energy in Michigan goes to 100 percent clean by the year 2040, which left a lot of head scratching as to how that's even going to happen. Joining us now is Representative Mark Tisdell. He is uh, we've talked many times in the past and Mark understands energy policy probably better than most people, if not all people that I've ever talked to on the issue. Mm-hmm. Representative
1: Tisdell, welcome to the show. Well, uh, good day, gentlemen. And now you've 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 set me up for absolute <laughs> failure. <laughs> I don't
0: I don't think so. Um, I guess my first question is, how much is this going to raise our energy bills? Um, you, you've you pointed out in the past that the cost of wind and solar is tremendously higher. It is substantially less efficient, especially here in Michigan, where the sun doesn't always shine. Um how 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 much is this going to cost us over the years, and can they actually do it? I mean, can we actually get to this number?
1: Well, the the, the cost is is something that's that's yet to be calculated. And if, if we can just back up a little bit, for starters, there's no such thing as 100 percent clean energy, right? Yeah. Uh, whether it's wind or or solar, they they use. Huge amounts of energy in the, in, the, in the mining, smelting and manufacturing of those of those um, uh, of those products and not to mention the um, end of their life cycle you've got to get rid of them? Well yeah. that's right and, 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 and there's no such thing as recycling amazingly enough, when you you know the, the polysilicon about you know the majority of which comes from China after an extensive an extensive high-temperature, high-pressure manufacturing or smelting uh, and refining process. Half of it ends up in in, in the waste after the in, in the landfill after the sawing process as toxic waste. Now you don't want to inhale crystalline um, uh, silicon or have that have that in your airways at all so it's it's amazing you go through all that and half of it ends up in the in the landfill as waste but and that's to make a solar thing, panel right that's to make, solar, make it yeah. make a solar panel if you want to talk about wind a modern you know two megawatt wind turbine um, has about an 800 and 900 pound rare earth magnet in it that uh, once the wind gets the blades running it you know the momentum is carried by the magnet For every pound of that rare earth metal uh, that goes into that 800 to 900 pound magnet, it produces a pound of radioactive waste—uranium or or thorium. So the next time someone tells you that windmills are clean energy, imagine a 900 pound pile of radioactive waste right next to it, and then tell me it's clean. Right. But of course, that's all dumped into a lake in in in, uh, in Batu. China hmm. that we don't see so so it's all okay and we can pat ourselves on the back because <laughs> we've exported that toxic waste you know someplace else
2: Representative on on that point on a lot of the push from from lawmakers has been this will not raise costs that mm-hmm. windmills mm-hmm. and solar are cheaper than energy I I was talking to uh, a friend very much to the left of me who's a college professor about this at uh, uh, not too long ago and and I said, you you want to know how I know it's more costly and less efficient? Because we're mandating it. If, 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 if it was <laughs> <That's> costly, <right. laughs> as if business is sitting there saying, "Wow, I have something cheaper and more efficient." Nah, not interested. <laughs> we don't really like money. We don't yeah. like profit anymore. What's the response mm. to that? How do you how do you tackle that cost issue? Um, and and mm. when you hear those responses about it being being less costly and more efficient?
1: Well, not only do we ma- mandate it, the, the, the market isn't moving that direction on its own, but we're subsidizing it. And it's not it, – it can't be done without subsidy. Um, as, you, uh, as you mentioned at the beginning of, the, of, the, uh, of this interview, uh, the sun does not always shine in Michigan. In fact, mm-hmm. it doesn't always shine anywhere. Mm-hmm. Michigan ranks 42nd in the U.S. in state sunlight. And they'll always talk about capacity. How much capacity has been installed? What's the nameplate capacity? And what they never talk about what's actually produced. The capacity factor, the fraction of capacity that that is actually produced by Michigan sunlight is about 18%. Mm. And so you'll see these graphs where, you know, the price of electricity from coal is way up here, and then down a little bit is natural gas, and then down a little bit from that, or maybe uh, is wind, and then down, down from even wind is is solar. Well, whatever that number is, and some people will say now it's about six cents per per kilowatt hour, and in, in Michigan right now we're paying about nine cents. Well. It, 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 that $0.06 cents is at full capacity, mm. which only happens about 3% of the time in Michigan, and we <laughs> can go into that. But so if you take the average capacity that's 18%, so that you take that $0.06 cents and you have to divide it by 0.18, and now you're talking about, you know, $0.35 cents or $0.37, cents, ne- nearly double what we're paying. mm because right. mm-hmm. that's that's all you're getting out of that one megawatt of capacity, so so it, it's just that it, there is no math in the world that that has this make sense, which is why it requires mandates and subsidy.
2: Yeah, and and you know at, at, when you're talking about that that fact, you're basically saying that when everyone knows if if a windmill's not blowing at night. Um, you know, if if it's not blowing during the hottest days of summer, which is when we need the most energy, um, you need something to back it up. And you know, as you, if you're forcing these mandates um, and at the other and subsidizing the other end, where we're subsidizing a huge change to add electricity to our grid with with uh, electric cars and things like that, um, the the problem that we're that we're heading to is this grid instability and the likelihood that we're going to have more of this unstable grid where it fails at times, particularly when people most most need it. Do you hear from constituents about that? I mean, I'm, we've had a lot of uh, grid instability already, um, and what what do we can we expect in that going forward?
1: Well, we're near the bottom in the U.S. in, in grid reliability with the number of um, of of of. Uh, interruptions that we have in the state of Michigan, and you hit upon a, a, an important point here that I want to come back to. Not only is the cost when you when you factor that you're only getting a fraction of the capacity high, but that cost has to be added on top of, as you mentioned, the 100 percent constant backup dispatchable energy sources fossil fuel that are running in the background so you're running two parallel systems at the same time and that's impossible for that to be less expensive than running just mm-hmm. one system mm-hmm. but but you know the, the example i use relative to reliability when you plug your refrigerator freezer in at home you expect that outlet to produce the needed voltage 100 percent of the time and the worst thing you could add to a, a, an infrastructure or a grid with that kind of constant on-demand uh, 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 requirement is something that operates intermittently, if it's operating at all, and produces a variable amount of energy when it is producing. You couldn't pick a worse incremental source to add to a grid that, that requires on-demand electricity 100 percent of the time
0: representative tizzle we've got to leave it there thank you so much for coming on and illuminating some of this stuff for us it sounds like this is fantasy land on the clean energy plan and we're going to bear some costs until we all figure out just how much of a fantasy this is thanks for joining us and, today you're welcome thank you uh, thank you for having me for sure and we'll be back after a break with more of the mackinac michigan show on wjr